Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. On May 24th, just before 5 a.m., a fire was called in. The food land in Colborne was burning down. It would be a devastating blow to the community as it was the only grocery store. Within no time, the residents responded. Offers for rides or to pick up groceries filled social media. Municipal staff jumped in to provide coordination. The reaction was immediate and heartfelt. Calls went back and forth between Northumberland Community Care and Mayor Mandy Martin to organize a bus service to pick up residents at three locations and take them to Coburg for groceries. This was on top of local volunteer efforts. On today's show, you will hear the story behind the efforts of the community and organizations to help residents of Colborne and Crammy. Mayor Mandy Martin and Community Care Executive Director Trish Baird will tell the story behind the story. I'm so pleased to have with me today Mandy Martin, Mayor of Crammy Township, and Trish Baird, Executive Director of Community Care. Welcome to both of you to consider this Northumberland. Thank you. Thank you. Mandy, I'd, I'd like to start with you. Can you describe what has happened as far as what you know at this point regarding the fire? We're talking about the fire at the food land in Colburn last week. And... Uh, the the foodland is a is a very important grocery store it's the only large or established grocery store in this community crammy township serving uh people in colburn and and a broader area and it caught fire last week and it's out of commission it is being as we speak it's being raised so it has been under investigation by the fire department or fire marshal's office and so on. And there's been a cleanup going on throughout the weekend and so on. I've heard that it's estimated at about a million dollars in damages. Is that what you've heard? I, I can't speculate on the damages. I, but I know structurally, and if, if you think of all the equipment that was in the store, it had a fully operational deli freezers, uh, Structurally, of course, you know, anything these days is a million. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in response, I understand that multiple fire departments were called in. For people who may not understand what that means, could you explain what a coordinated response is in Northumberland? Well, we are very, very fortunate. Uh, We have a mutual aid agreement between the fire departments, the seven municipalities in our county and so they agree to, to step in and help where they where they are needed if they call for example in the in the Colburn situation we had people uh, Brighton came and uh, Trent Hills and and then we had our own Crammy fire department 
But I, I, what other people don't realize though, is in that back, in, in the absence of those people helping us, other communities step forward just to fill in for them, behind them. And I must say that it's one of the most cooperative um, groups going. They all get along. We haven't got blazing egos, et cetera, et cetera, which can often derail things. Uh, not here in Northumberland. It is, it is textbook beauty. It's my understanding, though, there was something like 30 firefighters that fought the original fire. Is that correct? Yes. yes. And it, it quite incredible. Here they are. Most of these people are volunteers. Only the fire chiefs and the deputies, for example, will, will be paid. The rest are volunteers who come from all over the place, you know, drop everything and rush. And to see them running around in full gear, in full equipment, responding and initially they couldn't they couldn't even gain access the smoke was so thick they couldn't see their hands in front of their faces and of course all that raises the issue of toxic smoke and what is burning etc etc but very coordinated and they set up a panel outside and they're assigning and coordinating it's amazing to see it work and it's it's a wonder for example when something like that catches then you're in a neighborhood. I mean, is there going to be is there going to be blowback? Is there going to be ember going all, all, off into a tree or something? You think of Dartmouth this morning, for example, and I and I think how fortunate we were. How did you find out about the fire? Um, I had a call uh, at uh, it was quarter to six in the morning. My CAO, the Crammy Township CAO, Holly. Holly Grant called me to say there's a fire and there's been a response and our fire chief had already been in touch, you know, the chain of command and, and letting everybody know. What was your initial reaction? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, and concern, great concern. Like, is there anyone in there? Where is everybody? Is everybody safe? Uh, that's, Human human safety is is primary, and then you consider everything else thereafter, right? Of course. Did you go straight out to the fire? When did you get on scene, or did you go out on the scene? I did immediately. I got dressed and uh, went went immediately to the scene. What were some of the things that you saw when you got there? Well, I as I said, I was I was so impressed by this army of volunteers who just seemed to be so coordinated and organized and uh, and helping. There were three businesses involved. There was the food land and then attached at one end of, of the building was Century Cycle, which is a really fabulous upscale bicycle shop. And then there was um, three car bay um, operation and they were they had cars on the hoist and so on but people were helping you know clear the area clear the area of the cars clear the area of of the parcels and the bikes and the whatever it it was just quite an incredible thing to witness no one was getting in the way everybody wanted to help it was uh, and it was very coordinated and of course just standing there looking at the billowing smoke and you just think oh man this is not cool you mentioned earlier that this is the only grocery store in Colborne Crammy serving that area. 
Yeah. Do you happen to know off the top of your head the history of that grocery store? Because I, it's my understanding is it hasn't always been Foodland, and there's actually quite a, a long history to it. Do you happen to know any of that? Well, um, there's always been a there was a gross there's always been a grocery store in Colburn. There used to be several, as a matter of fact, in days of old. That and it, you, there used to be various locations in the downtown Main Street, and then in the eighties. This building was 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 built, and it became Fox's IGA. So the building itself, where the Foodland was, um, which was sort of attached to other existing structures, um, didn't come into existence until the eighties. Can you start to describe what's been going on in the community to respond to what has happened? Well, of course, there are there are quite a few people who live in Colburn who do not drive. Uh, for whatever reason, I mean, they're elderly or they're young or whatever. Uh, and then there are there are others that you know economically challenged, etc. There are all these needs, but but a, but a food store is sort of like a post office used to be. It's a hub, a social hub of the community. Everybody recognizes, you know, that that contribution, the stability, the food stability that a, that a grocery store provides in a, in a community of our size. And by the way, they people come from Grafton, et cetera, to shop there or en route home from somewhere they're commuting to Brighton or beyond. The food land became this, this it's, it's much like people who go to Muskoka and stop at that burger joint on Highway 400 North. Well, that's what Foodland is to many people. It's it's a rite of passage. People love to stop there because of the ambience, because they, they got service, they could pick things up, there wasn't a hassle. So it became very, very important. It's very important to on a very, on a wide range of, of reasons. Immediately, people started thinking about food security and how are they going to get food? What's going to happen? Um, and people wanted to volunteer or get organized. And and they began talking about what can they do to help the owners of the food land, for example. You know, we, we want them here. What can we do to support you? Um, and so I called to the county, too, just to let them know what was happening. Um and I, the response was uh, terrific and community care, unbelievable. Step right up to the plate. Uh, what can we do? How can we support? This is this is the, the strength that we have here. And, and I do say Northumberland County, we, we get that we have to work together and we'll do what we can. Not all things are going to work out all the time, but, but this is our response. We pull together. And we find solutions. And for example, the Food for All warehouse in Coburg immediately sent extra food down for, for the food bank. The local food bank announced that they were going to open two days a week rather than one. There were there were a list of volunteers within the community organizing themselves to be drivers to take people or to take orders for people at other grocery stores out of the area. And I was particularly pleased with with our own Crammy Township staff who immediately jumped on it and began coordinating and saying, you know, give us the information and we'll act as the the go-to for all these groups and so on. So that, you know, it, it, the load doesn't fall on any one group or person or whatever, and we can coordinate it and nobody gets burned out. There's the immediate situation. And then of course, now we're looking at the long haul. What's going to happen? You know, you, you there are no, 
there are no good foodland fairies out there. Poof, you know, you're going to soar. We have to talk about all that. So we have to look at the long haul, the longer haul, how, we, how we're going to sustain this community. Trish, um, who called whom? Well, social media is a wonderful thing, right? <laughs> so I think I was probably getting up and doing my thing. And, you know, I always kind of check in on Facebook or whatever and saw this and probably close to around the same time that you were talking about, Mandy. And, um, of course, after the thinking of, oh, like, thank goodness the fire departments are there, knowing what the impact of a grocery store being out of commission, even if it's only for a short time, my immediate thoughts were, what about our people that we serve in Colburn? What about the people that walk to that store? You know, without a grocery store, it's, it's you know, those are fundamental to communities. And um, my thoughts immediately jumped to, uh, I think it was about a year and a half ago, the same thing happened in the community of Apsley. Yeah. I know the community care Peterborough there was quite involved in in helping. And so I, you know, sent a message to a couple of my staff that are responsible for our transportation and our Meals on Wheels program that, you know, early saying, hey, this is happening. Let's start brainstorming. What can we do? How can we help? And I mean, they're the ones that come up with all the grand ideas and do all the great work. So uh, trying to think, you know, how can we help with transportation? We already have a great close relationship with Cramie Township with with having our commuter connect and our 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 vans that are there. Uh, so it's, you know, we know the people, they know us, so it's easy to work with them. And then from a Meals, Meals on Wheels perspective, our staff were thinking, okay, how can we... Um, you know, bring in some more meals. If people need some frozen meals, let's have them on on hand because we have to order them ahead of time. So, so thinking in those ways, and then of course with volunteers and and like Mandy was saying, everybody you know jumps into the fray. Lots of emails going back and forth from the county, from the municipal staff at Crammy Township. I I happened to be in Coburg that morning and found out our we were having our first community diners in Colburn that day. Uh, the first one since COVID. Yeah. So we had uh, 38 people coming to a noon meal. Well, quickly, Donna Rusa, in all of her wisdom and smarts, you know, let, we canceled that. And that food that she had available at community diners was able to food, feed the first responders. And and Donna's such a great asset to the to the community. So just things like that, very quickly working together and just uh, letting people know that that we're there when we when ready to talk, then let's figure it out. So if we were to step back for a moment, none of this happens instantaneously. It's like years and years of development of programs, of putting different pieces in place to developing these to certain levels. I mean, this is years and years of investment in community care and in learning cooperation like you were talking about earlier mandy i i wonder starting with you trish can you give us the context i mean yeah you you're right we've been working years in transit and transportation is always a challenge it comes up in every community planning but there really are there is a lot going on out there and it does speak to the commitment of multitude of people that understand all of that, whether it's a municipal councillors, people in the community uh, trying to strengthen their communities and um, nothing happens quickly. But when you do, when you look back and you think, well, what was it like 20 years ago? We really have come 
come along and we've developed those relationships and that Community Connect is a great example of, you know, private um, corporations and public and municipal coming together to try to solve it. It's not perfect. Um, it's not ever going to be perfect, but I think there's just that commitment to, we want our communities, we want a high quality of life in our communities. So how can we help those that that need that extra step up while also providing a service that everybody equally needs. I don't know if that really answers your question, Robert, but maybe Mandy has some insights. Uh, I was going to say, Mandy, could you could you reflect on on this in terms of how things develop and how we get to this point so that we can do these kinds of responses in a moment of crisis? Well, I think having gone through several crises, um, one learns, for example, the winter storm where we, we, we were housing people and so on. But, but that was based on a, on a response that comes from a community that simply says, we're going to do something. It's not people just sitting back waiting for somebody else to do it. So there is, as long as you are building that, that atmosphere and that relationship with other people, not to be afraid like we're going to fail at some things or it won't be perfect or whatever, but that doesn't mean we don't try and we get the better answers. And heaven knows through COVID, we had to adapt, you know, so dramatically to so much that was going on in our lives. So we, we all recognize that we have to be able to change very quickly. And I also would say that's the nature of actually much of Northumberland, we've, we've always had to do it ourselves, really. We weren't large enough to get the big bucks, you know. We weren't large enough to get go yet or whatever. We have to do all this stuff ourselves until they sort of, my goodness, look what they're doing there. <laughs> and we do it well. And we do it within a, a framework and we do our pinch pennies and find money and find resources and other ways to do things. I think that's one of the huge strengths of Northumberland County. We are very adaptive. We have the talent, we have the smarts, we have the brains within our within our group. Um, and we just have to tap each other and support each other, support one another. That's that's the big thing. I think I think in addition to that, we also learn and we're not afraid to ask questions. I mean, and I think about myself when I reached out to uh, Community Care Peterborough that morning to say to their executive director, Danielle, what what was really important to the community of Apsley when that that fire happened there? And she was, you know, just just reassure people we will help them. We'll figure it out. But I think that people were just very, you know, upset and concerned about people that work there, but also, you know, themselves. So just, you know, what what's important and don't be afraid to ask people, how can we, what is the best thing and learn from other people's experiences? Yeah. So, so let's talk a bit about what's being done. So Trish, maybe you could explain um, what is it that, that community care is doing? Sure. So um, we quickly, with the municipality support, um, provided a, a commuter service into Coburg to the Coburg Foodland because my understanding is the owners own both buildings, Mandy, the Colburn and Coburg. So um, an emergency one went on Friday for those that were um, needed it right away. We also have a list of um, volunteers that would be willing to help take people 
uh, to get groceries. And we have set up a schedule for the next two weeks, um, twice a week to head into um, with three stops within Colburn um, to head to the food landing Coburg. So we are committed to doing that with um for people, it's no charge for this coming two weeks. And then we will look at it during that time to say, is that the appropriate time? Is that the appropriate day? Are people using it? Are they finding other ways? Because, yeah, to, to Mandy's point, this is going to be the long term. Um, and there's a lot of people that need those groceries. So uh, we have one of our vehicles available to do that. And we'll we'll look at uh, over time. And then we also are um, just spreading the word where people can go for food as to the food bank or, um, you know, food cupboards in the area. I think there's a lot of groups that are doing some campaigns to do some donations for that. Um, and then with our Meals on Wheels program, if people are interested in that, they can order frozen Meals on Wheels from us or, you know, once a week, hot meals. I think it's no, probably more than once a week, hot, twice a week, uh, our hot Meals on Wheels program. So, Mandy, is there any other details you'd like to add to that? Just that I am so proud of everyone. I'm so proud of the response. And I know fear fear and insecurity is is a big uh, motivator for some people. I mean, the first reaction, and, and we just have to remember that and not overreact to one another. Um, and I can be just as guilty. I can lose my patience with people I think are being silly. But, uh, you know, I, I admit that. But we're in it together, and I think we have to make it work together, and we will. I have absolutely no doubt, no doubt that we will make it work. Does anybody have any sense of how Friday went? Uh, I know that was the first one with the uh, going around and picking people up and taking them into Coburg and back. Yeah, have I, any idea? unfortunately, I, I think I, I checked in on Thursday and I think they had one or two people, but they were trying to get people into that habit. They were going to book ahead of time. Sometimes people don't do that. So it's kind of, so they were going to be there and do the route and just in case people were there to show up. So, you know, we were going through with it, whether or not people came or not. So it would be good. Maybe if you could explain uh, if I was somebody that was interested in using this service, how would I go about doing that? Oh, so you would phone, of course, I don't have my poster in front of me, but you would phone our community care. You could phone the 800 number and they would send you to our transportation department and just say, hey, I want to take the bus to Colburn on Tuesday or I want to take it on. And there are three stops uh, within Colburn. So you would just identify which stop you will be picked up at. Um, and uh, it leaves in the morning and then heads back. I think it's there for an hour at the Foodland and then back to Colburn. And is there anything you'd like to add? No, I just think it's it's a, a great service and a wonderful, it's a reassurance to people. So maybe they're not flocking to it, but there was a great calming effect of that announcement. In other words, that there is something here, you can use it and take advantage of it. Everybody's thinking, everybody's got, it, got your back. So in, in some ways, you know, while there may not have been lineups <laughs> to catch the bus that first day, knowing it was there was a huge calm, calming effect on the, on the community and people. Both of you have referred to this in our conversation about the long term. What's the thinking generally at this time? I'll start with you, Mandy. What, where's your head at on the long term and, and what, what's unfolding? Well, 
I mean, obviously, we are lobbying very hard as a municipality to have a food store remain uh, here in Colburn. And so we are putting together all the stats, all of all the growth projections that are coming are 500 approved already new homes that are coming on board and the population now we're and we're also um putting together potential sites uh whether they want to go back on this site or another site we are putting together the planning and the industrial and so on options that are available we want to work very closely and have said to to sobeys who is the parent company um that that we we will do whatever we will we want you here and we're going to support you and uh they have said that they very much appreciate our what we're doing in terms of compiling compiling potential sites compiling the, the stats for the growth whatever we are building the case um, and mean to take it and champion it. I, I guess it's hard to imagine why they wouldn't just replace it. Is there truly a threat that they might not come back? I, I, I just find that very surprising. I, I am surprised at nothing anymore. <laughs> I'm not, I, nothing surprises me. Is You bring bean counters into it, and who knows? So who there, knows? has there been some indication to you that, you know, no, maybe no, we'll just... No, but but you always have to think about that. You know, don't just assume. Like maybe there's another community growing quicker, you know, more quickly or rapidly or whatever. Like you have to stay in the game. You have to make your case. You can't just assume that everybody knows what we know. Trish, long term, how what how are you imagining this, or what are sort of things are is going through your head as you look down the road a bit farther? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I would say we would be staying the course. I mean, we've been providing transportation and we can adapt to whatever the community needs. So if, as long as we have, not as long, if we have people riding that that bus or needing that service, we will be there to help um, help them get there. Certainly, you know, cost is always, a, it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, you know, without money. So we would be looking as we move forward to how can we help fund this this service so that people in the community can get to Kohlberg or you know we can support volunteers volunteers are uh, they're a wonderful resource um but they also have costs and everybody's feeling the pinch right now um with with rising costs so with gas up and you know it's it, those are extra things so so that's a concern for us but we want to make sure that uh, people that need that can and our community is very generous and people will come will help out and i i know that um whether they're helping to subsidize some of those drives or bringing meals themselves or bringing food or picking up people the community will be there so we will be there with them providing the transportation service if there's anything we can change or or improve upon we're open to that just if somebody's listening and, and they might like to contribute one way or another, either financially or through volunteering, um, what should they do, Trish? Uh, if they have, uh, if they are computer savvy and use the internet, they can go to our website at comcare.ca and all of the transportation options are there. All of the donation options are also there and they can specify that they want that to go to help subsidize transportation for Colburn Cremy Township residents. Um, and if not, then they would just call our phone number and ask to be um, connected with somebody at um, in the transportation or the donor relations office. So, 
that would be helpful. That would be great. Mandy, if people are listening in your area and um, they want to become involved or they want to help on whatever level, uh, what should they do, please? Well, they can call Janet at our municipal office, 905-355-2821. It's extension 222. And she is coordinating all the volunteers, making a list making a list of everything that's and and connecting people so that that is a one sort of central spot that they can connect and find their way to whatever they want rather than trying to find it here or there or everywhere but uh yeah they're they're coordinating all the volunteer activities that are going on to date and if I'm somebody sitting at home and and uh, I'm I'm not sure what to do or I have lots of questions again Mandy what should I do? Again, call us at the municipal office. Call us at the municipal office. Or, you know, we too have a, a website, crammy.ca, um, and lots of information and postings and whatever. But by all means, reach out to any of us. Call call me, call any of the councillors. But if you want an immediate answer or whatever, or plug in, you're not quite sure just what you want to ask even, then then call Janet or our municipal office, and uh, yeah, we'll plug you in. Any last thoughts, Trish? No, I think uh, to Mandy's point, I mean, just reach out and ask for the help and we will connect you. Like it, it's great to have that one contact at the municipal office. And I know there's lots of other community organizations that are, are stepping up. So it's hard to know all the things that are going on. So so calling that office uh, number, they will connect. And, um, you know, we really we we really are thinking hard about those people in Crammy Township that need some help. And we look forward to cutting a ribbon at a new grocery store in Colburn soon. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Mandy, any final thoughts from you? I just want to thank everyone. Just thank thank the uh, thank the volunteers, the people, the you know this community and beyond and the county. How it how it all pulls together. I mean, so much of it is volunteer, and let's not forget that. Um, and that to me shows a real ethos, a real spirit that uh, you 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 value and honor. And I say thank you. Mandy Martin, Trish Baird, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Robert. That was Mandy Martin, Mayor of Crammy Township, and Trish Baird, Executive Director of Community Care. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast 
or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.